Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, this morning we are looking to start our week with some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. And we're ready for Psalm 94 this morning and Proverbs 16. Now, Psalm 94, I think, will speak to most of us. Because the psalmist is asking God essentially what many of us are asking God in our day, which is how long? How much longer are you going to let the wicked be exalted? How much longer are they going to continue to get away with their arrogance, their wickedness, their evil? How much longer will they be allowed to persecute your people? Certainly a question that I myself have been asking for a long time. As I look at the world continue to spiral into the depths of hell. And I look at the wicked continue to prosper in the most most filthy and wicked ways. As they continue to pr- push perversity on small children and dismember small children and just the list goes on. It's so astonishingly filthy that it's hard to fathom that God has allowed it to get to this point. So the psalmist is going to be asking that question. And I think it's going to speak to us this morning. So let's start by reading Psalm 94. Open up your hearts. I think this will speak to you this morning. Let's begin. Verse 1. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongeth, O God, to whom vengeance belongeth, show thyself. Lift up thyself, thou judge of the earth, render a reward to the proud. Lord, how long shall the wicked, how long shall the wicked triumph? How long shall they utter and speak hard things, and all the workers of iniquity boast themselves? They break in pieces thy people, O Lord, and afflict thine heritage. They slay the widow and the stranger and murder the fatherless. Yet they say, The Lord will not see, neither shall God of Jacob regard it. Understand, ye brutish among the people, and ye fools, when will ye be wise? He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? He that formed the eye, shall he not see? He that chastises the heathen, shall he not correct? He that teaches man knowledge, shall he not know? The Lord knoweth the thoughts of man, that they are vanity. Blessed is the man whom thou chastenest, O Lord, and teachest him out of thy law, that thou mayest give him rest from the days of of adversity, until the pit be dug for the wicked. For the Lord will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. 
but judgment shall return unto the righteousness, and all the upright in heart shall follow it. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers, or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul had almost dealt in silence. And when I said, My foot slippeth, thy mercy, O Lord, held me up. In the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comforts delight my soul. Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth mischief by a law? They gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous, and condemn the innocent blood. But the Lord is my defense, and my God is the rock of my refuge. And he shall bring upon them their own iniquity, and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. Yea, the Lord our God shall cut them off. Alright, that is Psalm 94. Let's talk about it for a second here. So the psalmist is asking God, how long? How long will the wicked boast about their wickedness? Like, how long are they going to continue to get away with all this evil? The thing that jumped out to me the most is verses 12 and 13. Let me read that to you again. Blessed is the man whom thou chastens, O Lord, and teaches him out of thy law. So, the psalmist is saying, the person that God corrects and teaches his ways, that person is blessed. Why? Next verse. That thou mayest give him rest from the days of adversity until the pit be digged for the wicked. Something I have considered and thought as I watch the world today and there's no question in my mind that the world has never been as evil as it is now since before the flood of Noah. At least on a global scale. Okay. And I think to myself, why? Why does God continue to allow this to go on? And how far will it go? And one of the thoughts that's come to my mind is... Or a question is, is it possible that God is allowing it to get to this point so that there is no argument, no reason to question that the wrath that he is about to pour out is just? Like there should be no question in anybody's mind right now. If God were to rain fire and brimstone, who could argue? I mean, you see what's going on? You see what they're doing to little kids? You see what the, you see how they're mass poisoning the entire earth? I mean, the things that they're doing and getting away with are a level of wickedness that none of us could have dared to comprehend or uh, suspect you know, years ago, that they would get to this place. There'll be no arguing. There'll be no 
question about whether or not God's judgment is just or due. It most certainly is. And notice the righteous are kept from that. In that same sentence, he's talking about the righteous giving, the, you know, the man that God has corrected and taught to walk in his ways, that person is given rest from the days of adversity. And the pit be digged for the wicked. So the wicked, what they think they're doing is they think they're getting away with it. Like, because with wickedness comes arrogance and pride and stupidity. And so they're laughing and mocking, and they think they're going to get away with it, and they think they're going to execute their evil plan perfectly. They're all going to fall into this pit that they've dug. Furthermore, they have, they have all of eternity where they're going to pay for their pleasure. Let me read uh, this little paragraph from Matthew Henry about the first 11 verses, which the first 11 verses is basically that question, like, how long? How long before you render recompense? How long will the wicked continue to get away with this? Here's what Matthew Henry says. We may with boldness appeal to God. For he is the almighty judge by whom every man is judged. Let this encourage those who suffer wrong to bear it with silence, committing themselves to him who judges righteously. These prayers are prophecies which speak terror to the sons of violence. There will come a day of reckoning. For all the hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against God, his truths, his ways, his people, it would hardly be believed, if we did not witness it, that millions of rational creatures shall live, move, speak, hear, understand, and do what they purpose, yet act as if they believed that God would not punish the abuse of his gifts. As all knowledge is from God, no doubt he knows all the thoughts of the children of men, and he knows the imaginations of the thoughts of men's hearts are only evil, and that continually even in good thoughts, there is a want of being fixed in which may be called vanity. It concerns us to keep strict watch over our thoughts, because God takes particular notice of them. Thoughts are words to God. Now, if that's not convicting, <laughs> I don't know what is. Take care to guard your thoughts. God knows them. All right, let's move on to our Proverbs for this morning. We're looking at Proverbs chapter 16, a continuation of the contrast of good and evil. Let's see what it has to say for us this morning. Verse 1. The preparations of the heart in man, and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirits. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. There's a tough one to swallow, right? 
Let's read that again. Just because it doesn't fit your favorite pet doctrines doesn't mean it's not true. Just because you think that it's not right or fair doesn't matter. All that matters is what is true. And if and God is righteous, not you. And God's ways are righteous, not yours. What's he say? Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. The Lord made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. There's a purpose in it. It's ordained. It's predestined. Verse 5, everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though hand join hand, he shall not be unpunished. By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged, and by fear of the Lord, men do depart from evil. Please know, this is why the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord, because that's what causes you to depart from evil and walk in righteousness, which is the ultimate form of wisdom. Verse 7. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little righteousness than great revenues without right. A man's heart divides his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. A divine sentence in the lips of the king, his mouth transgresses not in judgment. A just weight and balance are the Lord's. All the weights of the bag are his work. It is an abomination to kings to commit wickedness, for the throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings, and they love him that speaketh right. The wrath of a king is as messengers of death, but a wise man will pacify it. In the light of a king's countenance is life, and in his favor is a cloud of latter rain. How much better is it to get wisdom than gold? And to get understanding rather than be rather to rather to be chosen than silver. The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He that keepeth his way preserveth his soul. Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better it is to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. He that handleth a matter wisely shall find good, and whosoever trusts in the Lord, happy is he. The wise in heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetness of the lips increases learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hateth it. Let me read that again. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hath it, but the instruction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. He that laboreth laboreth for himself, for his mouth craveth it of him. An ungodly man diggeth up evil, and in his lips there is a burning fire. A froward man, that is to say a perverse man, soweth strife, a 
and the whisperers separate the chief friends. A violent man entices his neighbor and leadeth him into the way that is not good. He shutteth his eyes to divide forward things. Moving his lips, he bringeth evil to pass. The hoary head is a crown of glory, if it be found in the way of righteousness. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. In other words, it's best to have self-control. Last verse. The lot is cast into the lap, but the whole disposing thereof is of the Lord. In other words, the Lord is sovereign. There is a day of reckoning coming. I hope that you're walking and clinging close to the Lord. I hope that you're not like that foolish servant who says in his heart, My Lord has delayed, and he goes back to his sin. He goes back to drinking with the drunkards and acting like a fool. And then the Lord comes back, and his portion is with the hypocrites, whether it be weeping and gnashing of teeth. They do not be discouraged. The wicked are what looks like as them getting away with just the most grotesque things. What's really happening is they're heaping coals upon their own heads and they're digging the ditch. They're digging the pit. And once the pit is finished, they will be lying in it. So rather than worry about them, we should focus on our relationship with God. I pray that you've been blessed this morning. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support of the podcast. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.